Welcome to the Raising Great Kids podcast. I'm your host today, Kendra Fleming. Today we're going to talk about five simple things that you can do in your home right now with your preschooler that will begin to teach them how to express gratitude. Today we're gonna talk about how do we teach our preschoolers about gratitude, but before we jump in, I wanna talk for a minute about why does it even matter? Uh, Why does it matter that we talk to our kids about gratitude and establish this in their heart, in their life? So there are many uh, research studies. There's a Harvard Business Review. Uh, There is a, uh, I'm sorry, a Harvard Business Research Study. There is a UCLA study. There is another study out of um, Pennsylvania where there's been quite a bit of research on what happens when we consistently express gratitude, that it's part of our routine in our life. So here's a couple of benefits. One, it's highly linked to happiness, that people report they are happier, um, and these people also have a gratitude practice. It is part of their regular routine. So they they report higher positivity, higher mental health, uh, that they're happier. There is some research that shows they sleep better, which I found to be very interesting. Um, I don't know about that one, but it seemed to be uh, pretty well connected. I think maybe that comes from a sense of being content, uh, because there is a pretty uh, strong link to being more content with what you have when you are able to look at the things around you and express gratitude and see the good in them. Uh, The last thing is that your relationships are happier and healthier. There's quite a bit of research that says when you, um, you approach your relationships or you approach your day looking for the good and looking for good things to be grateful for that they, that just builds up more connection in your relationship so those are all good reasons to teach our preschoolers about gratitude now i'm going to give you five simple things that I think you can do at home with your children, uh, your preschooler, that will begin to teach them about gratitude. It'll just kind of begin to lay that foundation and it's not too early. Uh, Now these five things, I don't think you should try to do all five. I think you should pick one or maybe one or two uh, that fit just kind of into your normal routine. And you're going to notice that the things that I share uh, very much kind of fall into the routine of home and family and children. And so I'll kind of work my way through and and share those with you as well. But don't try to pick all five. Don't be overwhelmed um, by all five. Pick one, maybe two, and make it um, a routine and a rhythm in your home. And I promise if you do that, as the years pass, uh, you will have raised children who know how to express gratitude and they feel more thankful for the things that they have. Um, Okay, so simple habit number one, And I say simple, but it's actually not that simple. The first one is don't overindulge your children. Now, I say that as if that's very easy and that I've never done it, but the truth is that I have done it. I have six grandkids and four grown kids, and there have been times uh, that I have had to really kind of take stock in what I'm doing with, uh, with my children and realizing that I'm overindulging them. Now, here's the thing about overindulgence. It can come in many forms. It can be like every time we go to the store, you beg for something and you get it. It can be every time I leave the house, I come back and I bring you a treat or I kind of bribe you to behave yourself. And I'm I'm not against doing that every once in a while, so don't hear me say that. But um, it could be that uh, children get excited about Buzz Lightyear or Disney or Legos or Star Wars or whatever it is. And before you know it, um, you... Uh, buy every single thing in that line and every time you see something you just pick it up and buy it uh, because you know your kid will really like it and this leads to overindulgence now 
here's the negativity you know there's many negative sides of overindulgence but here's one of them and it is that it creates expectation when you go to the grocery store and every single time you pick a treat then um, there's nothing to be grateful for it is an expectation that you provide a treat when I go to the grocery store uh, if every time you see something that is a princess or is Star Wars or is Lego and you buy it because uh, they see it and they're like oh I don't have that one yet you're like oh we have to have that one uh, you create an expectation and you want to flip that here's what you want to do you want the gifts that you give to be attached to wonder to be attached to surprise to be attached to um, this was out of the norm and it connected to something meaningful so maybe you don't bring them a treat or a surprise every time you travel but occasionally you find something really special when you travel and you bring it home and you say I was in this store and I saw this and it reminded me of uh, something you're really good at or something I really missed about you or something I really love love you for and you uh, attach attach meaning to that gift. But simple practice number one, don't be overindulgent. Overindulgent breeds expectation. And instead, uh, let the giving of a, a treat or a lollipop or a surprise be a surprise. Uh, be something that brings wonder and wow. Uh, be something that is connected to something meaningful. <clears throat> Number two, start your day with gratitude. So when my kids were really little, we had a whiteboard in our kitchen and I would just ask them in the morning uh, after breakfast, what is something that you're thankful for? What is something uh, good that's going to happen today or something good that uh, you're looking forward to? And they would often say silly things because it was mostly my older girls and they were like two and three and four and pre-K, you know, kind of in those ages. And they would say, I'm thankful for our dog or a cat or mommy or uh, this donut or pancakes or whatever it was. Um, sometimes I would write the word like mom and I would make the M and I would just take a minute to go like mom starts with M and I would maybe even have like a fun little lesson with them. Sometimes I would draw a picture. I'm not a very good artist and um, at all. They would be stick figures or my own rendition, but they got a kick out of that. But it was kind of like bringing intentionality to asking them something they were thankful for think about your morning routine is it you both brush your teeth at the same time and you just look at them in the mirror and you say I am so thankful for you or you tell them something that they did that you're thankful for is it your ride to preschool and before they get out the door you just go like I am so thankful and you tell them something good that they did yesterday that you noticed and you just make it a routine but think about your morning and where is a simple routine that you can begin to express gratitude. Um, simple idea number three is go around the table at dinner time and have everyone around the table say something good that happened that day or something that they are thankful for. Again, I say mom, dad, grandma, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, guests who are there. This is a simple thing that you can do. Now, I understand that we don't have family dinners every night and I don't want you to feel bad about that. Even if you do this two, three, four times a week, but we all eat. And when your kids are young, you're typically sitting with them when they're eating. Um, I also want, I recognize that dinner time is chaos. You know, it's busy. Babies are crying and spilling things and all those things. Uh, so the expectation isn't to go deep and long. Matter of fact, I would make sure they already had their food and were kind of sit sitting and content 
in front of them. And then you go around the table and you begin to share one thing that you're grateful for. Now, I want you to imagine with me a few years of this, that there are years that have gone by that you've sat around the table and you have expressed gratitude and uh, they have heard their mom do it. They've heard their dad. They've heard a caregiver they love, a grandmother, an aunt. And you have begun to model for them and you have communicated powerful messaging in your repetition of how you look at the world with uh, gratitude, that you see good things and that you are so thankful for those good things. Um, I, I remember not too long ago, a friend was sharing with me that they had a younger elementary child that uh, was staying with them temporarily. And the child uh, had had kind of really a rough time and saw the world very negatively. They're like every day, everybody was against them, the people at school, the friends, the teachers, everything went wrong, nobody liked them. And they were like, I keep talking to them and talking to them and I can't turn it around. And my recommendation was to do this practice at the table. They have never learned to look for the good. They were not in a home that modeled that for them. Flip it around. Instead of trying to create, uh, correct the negative behavior, flip it around and try to teach them the practice of looking for the good, of finding things to be grateful for and model it, everyone around the table, and, and, and talk about the things that, you're, that are good and that you're thankful for. Okay, simple practice number four. Take advantage of bedtime. Now, uh, bedtime, again, can be kind of a busy time, and sometimes it's okay, mom and dad and parents, if at the end of the day you're like, I just want them to go to bed because I need to walk away for a minute and rest myself. So um, I, I know that that uh, is part of your day, and I don't want you to feel bad about that. But uh, a routine at bedtime of reflecting on your day is really good for young children. And one of the reasons that it's really good is it begins to build a safety and a comfortability of talking to you about their day that will expand as they grow, that they will build upon as they move into elementary school and honestly, even middle school and high school. You will have established a routine uh, that you're available and that you listen and that processing their day with you is a good, safe, important thing to do. So a simple thing you can do is bedtime, just kind of reflect on your day and say, hey, how was your day today? How did things go? And they may have some things that um, they lost a toy or a friend wasn't nice or that didn't go well um, and begin to flip for them and talk to them about what is something good that happened and what are you thankful for. Now when you begin to talk about what is something good that happened and what are you thankful for, uh, you can begin to help your child uh, recognize that good things, if I look for them, they are all around me, that I can find them. And you can begin to help them not only talk to you about the hard things, but recognize in the middle of hard things, there, there were good things too. And then I want you to take it one step further and I want you to begin to teach them a very simple prayer. Now preschoolers love repetition. They, um, the more you repeat a prayer, the more uh, solid it becomes in their heart and mind the less they have to think about it. They actually gravitate to things that you do the same way. Now, as they get older, they'll build upon this and they will be unique and they will um, do this in their own way. The next thing that I want you to do um, as you're tucking them into bed is to begin to teach them 
a very simple prayer. Uh, you want it to be repeatable. I'm going to give you one that I use that it's just so simple. And you want them to be able to insert their own idea of what they're thankful for. You're going to have to talk to them about that ahead of time. You might even have to give them ideas like this bed is so warm and comfy or your blankie is in here or uh, you got a new blue baseball cap today. You might have to help them find some things because you're in teaching mode still in these preschool years. So you're teaching them how to be thankful. But in these early years, I, I recommend that you take this discussion and reflection of the good things of their day and you move to a simple prayer. And here's the prayer. Dear God, thank you for blank. I love you, God. Amen. Dear God, thank you for my mom. I love you, God. Amen. Dear God, thank you for this bed. It's so warm and cozy. I love you, God. Amen. Dear God, thank you for our new car. Dear God, thank you for my grandma. Dear God, thank you for spaghetti for dinner. It's my favorite. I love you, God. Amen. And, and you just keep this simple and repeatable, and you're teaching them the act of praying as well as um, expressing their gratitude. But here's the really important thing you're doing. You're beginning to connect the dots between the good things that happen in my life, the way that I'm loved and cared for and provided for, that those come from God that God loves me, that he gave me people who take care of me, that he gave me the things that I need, um, and that I, I can thank him for those things, and I can be grateful that he loves me, and he cares for me, and he wants to take care of me. So that's a very simple prayer, but that is an idea that you can do at bedtime and begin to connect the dots between gratitude for stuff and things and people and the idea that those good things come from a God who loves them. Okay, the very last one is just actually teaching them the words, thank you. Now, I'm going to kind of talk about this at different developmental stages in the preschool years. In the toddler and two, you can teach them the sign language for thank you, and you are actually just teaching them by rote that when someone does something for them, they say thank you. Now, there are two important ways that you do this. One is when you give them something, you say, say thank you. So you give them grapes, say thank you. Uh, your grandma gives them a cookie, you say, tell grandma thank you. And you just begin practicing the words or the sign language for thank you. Thank you. Uh, the other way that you do this, uh, so, you know, you should be doing both of these, is that you say thank you for things that they do. So they bring you their ball and want to show it to you and share it with you, and you take it in your hand and you go, thank you. I love your red ball. It's amazing. Um, or you tell them to go jump in their bed and they go do it and you go right behind them in their room and you go, thank you so much for jumping in your bed when I asked you to. That's great. Or maybe they're brushing their teeth and they put it back in the holder and you just immediately go, thank you so much. You put your toothbrush away. Good job. And you begin in these um, toddler twos, early threes years, just teaching them the fundamental words Thank you and helping them connect where does it properly attach in language and concept then as they move from threes to fours you begin to express um, expand the idea of saying thank you by rote to connecting it to the feeling of what am i grateful for so an idea for this would be um, let's say your preschooler helps you carry the laundry upstairs. So they carry it upstairs and you say, hey, thank you, Jack, for carrying the laundry. We, I was able to make it in one trip because you helped me. I really appreciate that. 
um, and you are expanding for them why you are grateful. Let's say um, daddy or grandma or a friend helps our sibling, helps clean up their playroom. Encourage them to say thank you and then to tell them why they're thankful. And preschoolers are gonna need you to teach them the why. So you might say, okay, so why are you thankful? Why was it better when your brother helped you clean the playroom? It was more fun. It went faster. Uh, you didn't have to do it all by yourself. That's right. So uh, say, thank you, Jack, for helping me clean up my playroom because it was more fun and we went faster and I didn't have to do it by myself. So begin to actually mechanically teach them, why are you thankful? Here's some reasons that I can think of and, and go beyond the rote thank you to the beginning to understanding uh, what it really means to be grateful and encourage them to do more than say thank you encourage them to say thank you for and attach the reason why again you help them learn this by modeling for them if uh, they come in and sit down at the table and they say this pizza is so yummy you say oh you know what daddy made that pizza uh, so tell him why you like it and why you're thankful for it and they say daddy I love this pizza because it's my favorite cheese my favorite topping and it's so yummy thank you daddy for making the pizza and you begin to help them connect the dots again another way you do this is you thank your child when your child helps you clear off the dishes you say thank you so much for helping me clear the table it was way more fun when we do it together and we got it done so fast so begin to attach more than just a thank you but expand it why are you grateful all right parents as we wrap up you're your child's greatest model you are the one who teaches them what gratitude looks like what it really looks like to have a grateful heart that just permeates who you are and how you live your life and so maybe one of these five things is a good new practice for you maybe first thing in the morning you think I put my feet on the floor and I say thank you God for this new day I'm really grateful for it uh, maybe you at every night in bed you lay and reflect yourself but what is your personal habit towards gratitude and how has it just filled up your heart and your life and it comes naturally to you because what you model for your kids has the greatest chance of changing their heart and how they look at life and who knows research says it will make you happier it will give you healthier relationships i really believe it will make you more content with the things that you have thank you so much for listening and we'll talk again soon